Hello and welcome back to the show, The Politics of Fashion. I'm so excited for this week's episode because I'm using like a real microphone, so the audio won't be like super shitty this week. Um, So shout out to my brother for letting me use the microphone. Um, If you guys want to go show him some love, he streams on Twitch. You can find him. His username is the Chachi Maga, so that's D-C-H-A-C-H-I-M-A-G-A-W, the Chachi Maga on Twitch. Go show him some love. Alright you guys, I'm coming to you from a deep place right now. I want you to know that I'm addicted to my phone. Shocker. Um, I think we're all addicted to our phones, quite frankly. Um, But I want to talk about how this has influenced fashion. I think it's important for me to define kind of my idea of fashion a little bit better than I have in the past. To me, fashion is more about how you style the piece rather than like what the piece is. I think that's true for a lot of people. I think that's how most people would describe fashion. Um, But also, looking past that, it's also about the confidence in what you're wearing and how you carry yourself while you're wearing it. I think that is a really big part of what fashion is to me, and that's a really big part of why I like certain people and the way that they style their clothing. So, like, for example, you can have a Gucci shirt, but can you style the Gucci shirt? Like, I think social media has trained us to think that something that costs a lot of money is just automatically cool because it costs a lot of money. But can you actually, like, style the the Gucci shirt? Like, can you make the Gucci shirt actually look good with an outfit? Or is it simply cool because it's Gucci? Someone that I follow that does this really well is this woman on Instagram. Her name is Jamie Tattoos. Um, She does a really incredible job of styling high-end pieces with pieces that are not high-end, like pieces that are from a thrift store that are just regular pair of jeans with a really cute high-end top, really cute high-end jacket, like whatever it may be, she does a really good job. Go and check her out. Again, her thing is Jamie Tattoos on Instagram. She has dope fits. As someone who is completely 100% addicted to their phone, or as my mom would call it, addicted to technology, do you guys ever get annoyed when like older people call like phones technology? I don't know why, but it really bothers me. Um, But as someone who's addicted to my phone, um, I think a lot of the times we can get really sucked up into social media and we can get really absorbed in what our social media presence looks like. This could be anywhere from only wanting to post our best moments to never wanting to post at all because is it going to be good enough to even posting too much because we, we want people to like what we're putting out there, which is a double-edged sword because social media has gifted us with this opportunity to take our thoughts and put them right in front of people's eyes. And it's really cool in that sense because you can put your business out there. And obviously I promote my podcast on there. Like social media has opened a lot of doors, but it's also created a lot of like shackling where we feel tied to our value based on how many likes we get on a freaking app. A lot of the times we tie our value to our social media presence and we're a lot of us are guilty of this. A lot of the things I'm going to mention in this episode, most of us are guilty of and it's not our fault. Social media has kind of wired our brains to think like this. A good example of this is, um, is it cool or is it just like on an app? Is it just on someone that we think is cool? So we automatically like the piece. Um, I think a lot of us struggle with this because, you know, like, let's say, like, your favorite artist puts out a song 
and you don't really like the song, but you like it because it's by your favorite artist, so then you kind of convince yourself that you like the song. I think the same thing goes for fashion. Like, um, we can look at someone's outfit and be like, ooh, that's a really weird outfit. Like, a great example, actually, is thinking about what a normal person, like not a famous person, would look like in the same outfit a celebrity is wearing. Tenemojo is a great example of this. Like, if I were to put on something Tenemojo wears, like, she wears some weird stuff. Like, it would probably look really bad because it's not actually a good outfit. It's just that we, like, desire the lifestyle of people with big followings because we romanticize their lives and therefore we think what they're wearing is cool. And that doesn't just go for fashion. That also goes for literally everything. Like, everything about social media is, is not real. It's from... A good angle, it's with good lighting, it's with good touch-up, and it's on a good day, at a good moment in that day. People people don't post what they look like when they wake up at 6 in the morning, and they haven't had coffee, and they haven't even gone out of bed and they look like shit, because they know that that's not going to get them a lot of likes. And then when they do post it, what I find interesting is they get praised for showing their normal selves. Like, shut up. Like, can't we just, like be ourselves like on the internet like why do we have to like put up this facade like we're just like perfect all the time it's it's boring this goes hand in hand with like laying in bed on your phone at two in the morning like endlessly scrolling and just comparing yourself to every single person on instagram um one thing that i actually learned from one of my classmates a couple weeks back was like When you're on your phone too long and your eyes get blurry, like, you're supposed to, like, look at something that's far away for, like, 20 seconds and then, like, blink five times really hard. I don't know if it works, but that's what he taught me. Um, So I kind of, like, have taken this, like, into my own hands and thought about, like, if I'm on my phone and I'm, like, comparing myself to everyone and I have to look away for, like, 20 seconds and just, like, focus on something in the distance so my eyes don't get blurry, like... In that 20 seconds, like, I try to remind myself, like, what I'm looking at is not real. It's all fake. And it's just post photos where people just inherently look good. I have found recently that just, like, sitting at home, like, wearing, like, a completely, like, lazy day outfit, I'm not leaving my house today outfit, has, like, social media has made me feel bad wearing that outfit. Like, it makes me feel like I could be dressed better. Like, I could look better, but I'm choosing not to. I don't know why exactly that is. I think it's because, like, when I'm on my phone and I'm looking at these people that, like, I look up to or that I'm jealous of, I often think, like, oh, like, I could look like them, but, like, I'm kind of looking like shit right now, just, like, sitting in my bed, like, doing nothing. And, like, why? Like, why can't I just sit in my house and, like, look like shit and not have to worry about it? Basically, this episode is just one giant reminder that, like, what you're looking at on your phone is just not real. One thing that I love about TikTok is that a lot of people, at least on my For You page, like, they're posting, like, raw moments, like, real moments where they don't look good. It's not their best angle. They're just, like, being normal people. Like, social media glamorizes celebrity lifestyles that we, as normal people, idolize and look up to and want to have that lifestyle when, in reality, they put their phone down and they they poop too like oh my god like kim kardashian like no way like whatever don't even get me started on kim kardashian that will be a completely different episode like kardashian jenner family (sighs) do i even want to give them my attention probably not but will i likely so one thing that's super cool about tiktok is like the fact that people are posting these raw moments and 
They also are doing a lot of like fashion stuff on TikTok, which I think is super cute. Like I really love like watching people's like outfit videos on TikTok. First of all, I love TikTok. Like let's start there. Like I literally spend hours of my day on TikTok and I, I do. I, I do do that. And that is another reason my mom would say I'm addicted to my technology. One positive thing about social media that's kind of affected the fashion world is we're now able to see people that don't look like the stereotypical supermodel like be able to showcase their fashion and I think a lot of the times like we I kind of struggle with this because we've been seeing a lot more like I don't want to call it like abnormal beauty but like not like socially normalized beauty um, with like bigger brands and one brand that I think does it well is Fenty Rihanna, um, or excuse me, uh, Savage Fenty, like Rihanna has done a really great job, um, including every single kind of person in her show. Like I just, I, I really, really appreciate the way that Rihanna is going about her fashion experience and her, 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 her clothing. She just, she's very inclusive and she, she does a great job with it. And she's kind of setting the bar for a lot of other brands. Same thing with her makeup line. Like she was the first brand to do a complete range of shades for foundations. Again, very inclusive. Like, you can tell she's making stuff for people and not just for skinny white people. I think a lot of the times that's what brands do because, like, racism is just so ingrained into the industry that they don't they don't even realize that they're doing it. Although I'm, I'm not going to, like, give them the chance to, like, claim the ignorance card because they know they know what they're doing. But that is a topic for another episode as well. Maybe we'll have a Kardashian-Jenner episode and then we'll have a racism episode. Those episodes could probably go hand in hand. Anyways, let me stop rambling. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes when I see brands that are trying to be inclusive and have a multitude of different bodies wearing their clothes, I feel like it's disingenuous sometimes. Like, I feel like it's coming from a place where they're wanting... Like, people have, like, gone to these brands on social media and been like, why aren't there any plus-size models? Why aren't there any disabled models? Why aren't there any non-binary models? Like, whatever it may be, like, people have used social media to, like, kind of hold these brands accountable, which, on, like, on one hand is great and it's incredible, but on the other hand, I feel like the brands are doing it because they know that it's gonna, like, it's gonna make, like, their, like, sales go up. And I, I, I don't know if that's true a lot of the time, but most of the time it does feel very disingenuous. It feels like they're just doing it to make money. For me personally, social media has opened my eyes to the fact that fashion isn't just for skinny white people. Like I said earlier, like it can be for every single body, every single, every single person can be a part of this fashion industry through the use of social media. Like social media has gifted us with this opportunity for people who aren't the societal normalized version of beauty to showcase their beauty to showcase their fashion to be able to do what they want and kind of put the middle finger up and say like yeah I'm doing it and I don't look like candlestick Jenner like I think that's super super cool I think that's one positive thing about social media that has changed fashion but with that being said, like I said earlier, social media still makes us compare ourselves to these bigger people. So where do we take, like, what do we do with that information now that we, now that we have it? How can we move on? How can we better our experience on social media? 
For me, I have unfollowed so many people that make me insecure and followed more people that I feel resemble a little bit more of like what I look like. Um, so recently that's been plus size curvy women. Like I, I really like following plus size curvy women that are fashionistas. They like pop off with a cute little fit and they're badass and they're doing it and they don't give a fuck. Um, in particular, I followed this one girl. I don't know if you guys remember her. She was that white girl that did that rap in the car about like fuck boys or something. I found her on TikTok recently and I started following her. Her Instagram is Ashley Smashley and Smashley is like L-A-A-Y. Um, great Instagram. I absolutely love her. She talks a lot on TikTok about like, why do I need to suck in? Like, we all have bellies. Like, shut up. Like, I, I'm not sucking in for pictures. And like, screw that. Like, why should I have to suck in for pictures? Like, her Instagram is, it's very encouraging to me. So like, my, my point is, I've been trying to follow more accounts that encourage me to be a better version of myself rather than making me feel like, I have to look a certain way to better myself. Does that make sense? So, like, rather than following Bella Hadid and asking myself, like, why don't I look like that? Like, why can't that outfit look good on me? Because my body doesn't look like that. Because people often equal, like, people often equate a good outfit with a skinny body. Like, good outfits can be on fat bodies, too. They don't, they're not just for skinny people. I remember one night I was just getting angry because I was just looking at all these people on Instagram and like getting angry with myself and thinking like, why did I let myself gain this weight? Like why this, that, whatever. Like, First of all, I lived in LA and I walked like five miles every single day. Like I was walking so much, like of course I was skinny and I was eating chips and salsa for dinner. Like now I'm eating like a normal person like three times a day. Like I don't walk as much, like I'm constantly driving. So of course I've gained weight. But again, like I don't need to be skinny to be beautiful. I have had to buy more clothes, but in my eyes, like, that's just a plus. Like, uh, duh. Like I was saying, though, I remember one night, like, I, I was going through my Instagram just being pissed off, like, why don't I look like this? And I literally just had it, and I was, like, going through, like, everyone that I followed, and I was just unfollowing people that, like, I just had, like, idolized and created this, like, big deal about them in my head. Like, so many people. I unfollowed probably, like, a good hundred people. That hundred also included, like, people from high school that, like, I don't talk to anymore or people that I just, like, followed because I hated them. You know what I'm talking about. But regardless, I unfollowed so many people that made me feel bad about myself and Instagram doesn't make me hate my body anymore. Pinterest, on the other hand, that is a whole different story. I do not want to talk about that one. But honestly, you guys, like, it's, it's a mindset. And I know that, like, there are a lot of different factors that go into that, mental illness being one of them. And I'm not saying like, oh, like happiness is a choice. I'm, I'm not saying that at all. I understand that it's, it's not that way for some people and that's okay. However, we can take steps to better ourselves, to make ourselves not compare ourselves to these randos on the internet that we don't even know. Like we don't, we don't know. Like we could be following Stacy and be obsessed with Stacy and then Stacy could be freaking like having some issues like she could be like photoshopping acne out like 24 7 like social media is not real like we just need to take the steps to allow ourselves to actually enjoy the app without having to compare ourselves to these people I think that's one thing about TikTok like if I see someone that I know that I'm gonna like get jealous of, I just scroll right past. Like, I just keep scrolling. I don't even give it the time of day. I just scroll right past it because it's just going to make me feel like shit. Like, why do I want to feel like shit? I I don't. 
So if I can take a step to not feel like shit, then of course I'm going to do it. Like you should do it too. On a completely separate topic, something I just wanted to mention because I was like going through like my explore page on Instagram the other day. You guys know that like AI, like there's like a couple like AI like content creators like on Instagram. One of them's like Little Malika or Little Michaela. I think it's Little Michaela, but it's like I don't know that she's oh she freaks me out she's like an AI simulation so like it's not a real person but they like find like real clothes like and like somehow like configure them to like AI reality and like oh my gosh it freaks me out dude like it completely freaks me out if you don't know what I'm talking about just google like AI simulation Instagram and I'm sure like someone's profile will come up those things are terrifying Ooh, they, like, complete like, if that's what Instagram is becoming, like, no thank you. Actually, another thing Instagram is becoming is, like, a shopping place, but I feel like a lot of the times, and now, granted, I haven't used the shopping on Instagram because, like, Instagram boutiques are, they're just, they're not great. Shop small people. Let's listen to the last episode. But, like, people are pissed off because, like, instead of, like, where, like, you know how you can see, like, your, like, activity and you could, like, look at your likes and, like, your comments and whatever that's like moved and they instead like they put like shopping there which was genius of them from like a marketing perspective because you click on that like that's just like a natural kind of thing like you're used to it being there so you click on it expecting to see your likes and like oh suddenly you're shopping oh my gosh suddenly there's a cute shirt genius they knew damn well what they were doing but people are pissed off because it's ruining the experience of Instagram. Like same thing with the algorithm. Like you don't actually see what your follow or what your the people you're following are posting. You're seeing what Instagram thinks you want to see. So, like if I were to post something and in the first five minutes it doesn't get X amount of likes, ninety percent of my following won't see it. And I hate Instagram for that. I absolutely hate them for that. Like when I lived in LA, like I got so many more likes because I lived in LA. And now that I live in buttfuck Canada, like, people just don't give a shit, which is fine. Like, whatever. Like, great. That's fine. That's just an example of, like, how Instagram's algorithm has, like, kind of changed my Instagram, which I will say did make me insecure. Like, it made me feel like, oh, like, people aren't liking what I'm posting. And then I just, like, was, like, journaling, you know, like, exploring my brain. And I thought to myself, like, that's dumb. Like, I'm not going to sit here and, like, put a value on myself based on the number of likes I get, like... I'm going to post on Instagram because I want to post on Instagram because I think I look good. And if you think I look good too, that's great. But do I care? Probably not. Ultimately, fashion is not caring what other people think. Uh, Honestly, like I know that I'm sitting on like a a podcast where I'm going to be like talking about what people are wearing and talking about trends and giving my opinion on them. But at the end of the day, like if you wear it and you just don't give a shit, like, you don't care what other people think, that, that to me is what fashion is. Like, fashion is so much more than posting on Instagram and getting 3,000 likes because your outfit was cool. Like, fashion is walking out of your house in something and just not caring. Just literally not. Not giving a flying fuck. That, to me, is the definition of fashion. And Instagram has ruined our perception of that because when we wear a cool outfit, we want to take a picture of it and we want to post it. And then this is like such like a roundabout thing because like, are we posting it because we think it looks cool or are we posting it because we think it looks cool and we want other people to think it looks cool? You know what I'm saying? It's just, there's just so many factors that go in with Instagram and fashion and seeking people's approval. But like I said, at the end of the day, 
it's you. You have one life and you have one body in this life. So you either figure out how you're going to make it work. You figure out how you're going to accept yourself and make peace with it and move on and be happy and be confident and wear whatever the fuck you want to wear or you don't and you compare yourself for the rest of your life and you're miserable. Social media can be a great place. Social media has the potential to be good. But if we're using it for something that we just sit there and compare ourselves, it's not good. It's it's just shitty. It makes us feel like shit. And like I said, who wants to feel like shit? No one. All right, now that that's off my chest, now that I feel like I've ranted it all out, I hope you guys have a great week. You've had a great week so far. Whenever you're listening to this, I hope your day is wonderful. It's filled with love, filled with joy. Take some time for yourself. We're all going through it right now. This is some some interesting time that we're living in. Don't compare yourself to other people. You have one life. You have one body, one soul, one heart, one mind, blah, 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 blah. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. I will talk to you. I will talk to you all next week. Love, Blue.